Hello and welcome to Parental Guidance Suggested. Jane Ellen talking to Adam Cravens, movie review time. And we saw Shaft and The Dead Don't Die. Let us start with Shaft. First of all. Those are two separate films. It's not Shaft and a zombie movie, which, by the way. I would watch. I'd watch. Yeah. Have you seen the original? (sighs) The Shaft in Africa, Shaft. I I have, but it has been a number of years since I have. Okay, I didn't know there was a shaft in Africa. There's a shaft, shaft in Africa. There's a there's a third one, and then there's the fourth one that uh, Samuel L. Jackson starred in in I want to say it's 1999 or 2000, also called Shaft. And then this year's 2019 movie also called Shaft. Not Shaft Returns. Not Shaft Five. Not like Shaft. You know, taking it to the streets or whatever. <laughs> Calling it shit, kind of like similar to what um, uh, Halloween that well, came out. Well, that's what I was going to ask. Where in the Shaft timeline does does any of this fall, or does it simply not matter? Um, ultimately, if you have never seen uh, another Shaft movie, it, it's not going to matter. Um, there are little kind of nods to the other films, but they're not intrinsic to the plot. Like uh, in the 2000 version. I need to know, is Shaft still a private dick who's a sex machine with all the chicks? Um, I don't know if it's all of them, I but, see. but the ones that will consent to it. I see. He's, he's respectful. At any point, does someone say, shut your mouth? Uh, yes. Okay, excellent. Yes, they're, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're aware of their, their legacy uh, in this I've film. I've always loved that song. The, uh, the, in this one, I, the interesting dynamic that they really get out of it, and I wish they would have kind of milked a little bit more out of this. You have Samuel L. Jackson, which is technically Shaft Jr., and his son, who would be Shaft III. And Roundtree also makes an appearance as Grandpa Shaft, or the original Shaft. So Shaft is the last name, yes? The, um, what is it then? Oh, dear, what is that? Or it's like Chewy, it's just his name. Let me let me look this up to make sure. I, I'm trying to remember now, like because they all they ever set, call each other are it's Shaft. Yeah. yeah, I think it is the last name. I believe. See, I know I've seen Shaft, but it was many many years ago, and I I know the song far more than I know the the movie. But yeah, it has John Shaft. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I, I just John took it through. Shaft. It's John Shaft the first, okay. John Shaft Jr., and John Shaft uh, the third. Which reminds me, you need to Google, I want to say, ukuleleorchestra.com, and they do a version of Shaft, which is delightful. It's I mean, honestly, like, it, it's one of those themes that almost supersede the property itself. Like, people that have never seen any of the Shaft movies, more than likely, have heard, it's Isaac Hayes, isn't it? I'm remembering mm-hmm. that right. Have heard Shut the Shaft thing. The the Mission Impossible theme. If you have never seen episode one of the TV mm-hmm. series or any of the Tom Cruise-led movies, chances are, if I start playing the dun, 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 like, you you know that. Like, the theme with this, like I said, is it's almost more popular than the property itself. You know, if Robert Blake hadn't have killed his wife and gotten away with it, um, he did get away with it, right? I believe he did. Yeah. Um, we would be talking about keeping your eye on the sparrow. But. Beretta. Yeah. Yeah, but because of that, the kind of that's that, that that is a quite the snag. <sighs> yes. So anyway, Shaft. If you don't know the song, you need to visit it 
because it's very catchy. It is. It is. I'm, I guarantee that there has to be at least 17 different versions on YouTube. Let me share or... with you a, a brief story because I don't often get to tell my Tony Orlando story no, where I a... was backstage as filming a TV show with, you know, him and Larry the Cable Guy. And uh, I wasn't starstruck, but it, I did appreciate the fact that I did watch Tony Orlando as a child. I was the child. And certainly never would have expected to have a conversation with him. I never thought, oh, I want to meet him, you know, like 10-year-old Jane. But then... I just, I'm like, huh. When it I'm happens talking later. talking to Tony Orlando. I mean, I immediately called my sisters. You are not going to believe who I'm talking to. I'm talking to Tony Orlando. Well, what? I would, I'd, I'd also wager Samuel L. Jackson probably got into the same situation in this movie. Because I, I guarantee you, he saw those movies like either as a child or a young man, but he probably never thought, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to be Shaft. I, <laughs> here, I will be Shaft. There's a reason why I mentioned Tony Orlando, because I specifically remember on his show, he came out in a gold lame jumpsuit and chains and sang the theme to Shaft. And I reminded him of that when we were having one of our many conversations. I I love the bombast of the 60s and 70s. Like the fact that, and when he did that, it was probably, no one said anything. It wasn't no. weird. No, like, it wasn't at all. That's and just, I, that's, that's, somebody came out and crushed velvet. You're just like, that's a sharp looking coat. I do, rec- I'm sure that Dawn uh, made fun of him for his outfit, but that was their shtick. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say if I could rock something like that. Now I would look strange in that. But know. oh my he, goodness, if I totally could pull it off, work. I'd, I'd every day. Well, mm-hmm. probably not on warm days, but but days that it was appropriate to wear it. And then he wanted me to get his cough drops. But anyway, I I digress. As a, I bet you never thought that was gonna happen. No, <laughs> sentence oh, I never. I'll say. get his cough drops. Oh, but I didn't. So yeah, uh, interesting. So Shaft, it is a great song, and there you have it. So this is. All in the family shaft, and they is there like a running theme of crime being solved, or is it just generically John Shaft and he solves generic crime and he's cool and has a theme song? Well, uh, un- unfortunately, much in the same way that the third Ace Ventura let us know that there was a third one, yes, Jim Carrey oh. was not involved in it, so uh, it just has his his son in it, and it's revealed evidently that you mean Son of the Mask, no, Ace Ventura. Ace Ventura 3. There, it, it, Jim Carrey has nothing. There is a, a second mask also that Jim Carrey has nothing to do with. They they apparently didn't look at those movies and go, you know what people love about these movies? It's <laughs> Jim not Carrey. Jim Carrey in the lead role. It's the mythology of, of these. <laughs> no, no. But anyway, it's revealed that Ace is a deadbeat father because that's what everybody wants to hear about the hero of the first two movies that he's a deadbeat, has nothing to do with his son's lot, like just nothing, nothing. And unfortunately, um, apparently all the shafts are pretty terrible dads. Oh. The, the, the beginning of the movie uh, sets up uh, John and his wife. John Shaft. And are we going to do that? The Yes, I think we are. <laughs> I figure we're not going to get an opportunity to do it again. We might as well. Um, uh, his wife and his then infant son. Um, John is working on a case, and apparently so this somebody. Is Richard Roundtree, John Shaft. No, this, this is, is Samuel L. Jackson, Jackson, John Shaft, John Shaft, John Shaft the second. In I believe it uh, tags it in the the nineties. Okay, 
and uh, they recognize his car and start shooting at it. And basically his wife is just like, you need to get out of this life. This is this is not what I want. This is not safe for your son. You need to stop this. John does not stop this. His mm-hmm. wife ends up leaving him, takes his son, to, moves to a better part of town. You're, you're, you're Jefferson, if, mm-hmm. you, if you will. They, they moved on up to the east side. Mm-hmm. Um, but John occasionally sends. To. Was it a deluxe apartment in the sky? They don't actually ever show it, but I'd be disappointed if it was not. Okay. Um, John occasionally sends his son uh, like gifts. He, he's not completely absent in his life, but like he doesn't visit him. Like, and some of the the uh, gifts are inappropriate. Uh, but one that is in keeping with the Shaft character. I see. If if that makes any yes, any yes, sense, yes, it does. Um, okay. And uh, eventually, John uh, John Shaft the third John Shaft uh, joins the FBI. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we had police officer, police officer, FBI. Well, I think it's police oh, officer, I'm sorry, private dick, private dick, uh, police officer quits, becomes mm-hmm. private, private investigator, and now they're apparently they love just love solving crime. Yeah, they just they love it. Um, but he is not your typical uh, shaft either. The third, he is a, a data analyst. Ah, so like it's not. He's kind of like um, Jack Ryan. Yes, but like he is in, in the early. Ryan. He's not even like that. You you know how Jack Jack Ryan's a data analyst, but like dude is still like all kinds of ripped, mm-hmm. and like he's always getting himself into like situations he's got to get up and shooting his way out. Um, John's son is not like that. I see. Um, he is. Is uh, he played by, um, you know, the uh, you know who I'm going to say, guy. Julia hey, White? That one. It, he is not. It's the uh, <laughs> the guy that played not Will Smith in Independence Day. Is it Resurgence, I believe? Uh-huh. The one that, uh, he was the Captain Hillary's yes. son. So not Will Smith. In that, not Will mm-hmm. Smith. Like, whenever Will He's Smith is like, that. this is how much uh, money I cost. And they're like, holy cow. Let's that, get not Will wow, Smith. Wow. That is an incredible amount of money. We cannot afford you. Um, but they. Can I do that? He is. Jul- now. <laughs> If they do need fodder for another Shaft movie, finding out that he fathered Steve Urkel and like <laughs> some somehow left him on like you know a, an orphanage doorstep, and they have father. to get him in there. Yeah, well, I mean it, it's in keeping with the character because then he could say, "Did I do that, John Shaft?" John would just be like, "Would he take them glasses off?" At any point, does Samuel L. Jackson ask anyone to? Get those snakes off of that. No, there plane. there are no snakes in that. But he he is uh, he is using his favorite word a lot, mm-hmm. like a lot, a lot, like just he he is as un PC as you can be in a movie nowadays and still get away with it. Oh, like he just kind of dances. Refreshing. He dances on that. Well, I mean, John Shaft was never a character that I would say was all about like fairness, inclusion, mm-hmm. um, you know, being PC, like. But no one understands him like his woman. Uh, John Shaft. Yeah. He's, yeah. There's, He's the man. Man, that really is just a fantastic song. <laughs> it re- like, it legitimately is. You could have a whole conversation, as we have. So, the movie itself, entertaining? Um, it, it It is a very large departure from the, like, okay, if you saw the 2000, which at this point is 19 years old, it is a very straightforward kind of suspense thriller Mm -hmm. this one plays more like a rush hour or a lethal weapon which 
kind of I, I I didn't read a lot about the movie. So it's like the both father son shaft buddy. Uh, yeah, of, yeah, okay. they are essentially like he he gets uh, suspended. Forky, one of the buddies. No, but I, I mean Disney's pretty particular about their properties. Forky, Forky Shaft, Fork Shaft. <laughs> He's a kind, but no one understands him like Woody. <laughs> Fork Shaft or Buzz. Um, <laughs> but like more like that's that's what they like. John is constantly having to correct, and he's just being like that. That's your mama talking right there. He's like, uh-huh. that's not how we like John um, at one point, like uh, his son goes before he asks his dad for help, uh, goes into this uh, basically a drug dealer's den. And he's like, hey, um, I need some information. Did you did you see this guy right here? And they're like, what? Who wants to know? And he's like, uh, uh, no, no, nobody. No, just just me. He's a friend. Uh, he's my friend. I uh, mm-hmm. just want to do. So they, they pop him over the head like he ends up like waking up, I think, in an ER. And John goes in there. Finds the guy and he's like, "Did you do this to my boy?" And like he's just pistol whipping people, he's shooting people in the leg, like he's taking him out there. He's like, "I need this information." And he starts like breaking the guy's hand. He's like, "You broke my hand." And he goes, "No, I broke your fingers." This is what it sounds like when I break your hand. And then he breaks his other finger. Like mm. you, you start seeing like the very large juxtaposition between like the elder shaft and the younger shaft, and it's played to a, a reasonable degree of comedy. Do you know who created pistol whipping, or at least made it? A thing. I'm a wider, maybe. Yeah. Oh, he did. Oh, fan- wow. <laughs> that that totally. Ma- I believe that because right there. he was so tall. He could just he, he could just turn went, it around and mm-hmm. use it like a hammer. That well, mm-hmm. you learned something new. And every then of day. course he made those movies, so that kind of. And he really our, sold it, like with yeah. that right there. Well, right. Uh, if that is a lie, it's my favorite lie. Okay. This week. <laughs> um, it, it it was directed by Tim Story. Um, who, if you are unaware of, uh, did Fantastic Four and Fast Fantastic Four: Rise of the Silver Surfer? I see. Um, Tim Story is not one of my favorite directors. Would not have been the person I would have picked to direct this movie. He directs comedies, but mm. I, I feel like the um, the problems. Or any of kind of the the underachievement in this movie probably fall to him. Sam Jackson, very very amusing. The concept very amusing. I, I I can't think of a bit of casting in this movie that I was just like that doesn't work for me. But there are parts of the movie that just don't feel authentic. And I every movie I've ever seen Tim Story direct, I I haven't really like a, I think he also did uh, Barber Shop. Mm-hmm. Um, I I just intrinsically i don't like the movie i might like an actor in the movie but like the movie itself always feels like it's lacking and that's something of what i i felt like after watching shaft the movie itself um was a little bit underwhelming sam jackson's performance as shaft was was excellent like if there was anybody that was going to take that mantle uh from him i i think this this is definitely that guy and that dynamic if Sean Connery hadn't decided to to retire. It would have worked in Scottish. Indiana Jones four. Oh yeah. Um, I'm just saying, like, it's an interesting concept. And who wouldn't have? Well, not so much the Shia LaBeouf, but um, everybody would have had fun with Harrison Ford and Sean Connery again. Mm-hmm. How much has it made? It's opening weekend. Oh, it's done awful. There will oh. not be another like it. It opened. I want to say seventh. Ooh. Yeah. I oh. mean, it was it was not an expensive film. I want to say they said thirty million dollars, but like. With an opening like that, 
Um, Shaft is also not a property that plays around the world. Mm, like yeah. it's it's very it has a very specific uh, demographic. So like if it doesn't make its money domestically, it can't count on say the Chinese box office to save it. And I I don't know um, that any of the Shaft movies either a played or b played well in in China. Hmm. Which is which is your at this point your second largest market and like I said I don't I don't think they're just going to be sliding in there and just being like oh I love those chef movies they're fantastic yeah yeah it is fascinating to me how China affects the movies we see or whether there'll be another one because of the global domination and I know you don't keep up with this but cosmetics wise. The entire Asian market in, is profoundly um, involved in the success of certain companies. In my head, I, I said, how does she know I don't know? About it? And yeah. then you said it, and I go, oh, wow, she yeah. she pegged that. I, yep, do not. yep, I earned that tag right there. Mm-hmm. Not not a clue. Never, never, never really thought about it. But no. there you go. It's one of those things. You are listening to Parental Guidance Suggested, brought to you by Hinson Oakley Family Dentistry. Jane Allen talking to Adam Cravens. We're doing movie reviews. And next up. Well, let me say oh, one more thing. Does, uh, it, it does not exactly tie directly into the movie, but it's about the theater that I saw it in. Is it about uh, Tony Orlando? I was out of town. Uh, whenever I saw this one, we were in uh, Birmingham, Alabama, mm-hmm. and I got to see it at an AMC dine-in. If you have never been to an AMC dine-in theater, the theater seats recline. What? They are heated. They what? have You have trays with a cup holder in front of you. There is a full bar. Um, there is also a restaurant. You can order like hamburger, french fries, and a salad and go get yourself a beer and take it on in to the theater. It's so it's a chair like in Wally. Yeah, actually, you've it can't hover and float you around. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like think like that. It was just now the prices are are pretty outrageous. Like you're talking about like you know fourteen dollars for like a hamburger, French fry, like and, and that's not even saying that you get one of the higher end. Like mm-hmm. like you can get you know a steak or whatever. Um, it, it's insanely priced, but like the theater is just it, it's. It's incredible stadium seating. Like I said, you can fully recline like like you were sitting in a lazy boy mm. at your house recline while the heated chair essentially massages your back. Well, you know, I guess that does make sense because as we stream more and more and we can have a really good theater experience at home, what is going to make us the people go out to a theater to see things. If if you have an opportunity to see a movie in an AMC dine-in, take it. Like I said, even if you don't get, because like I, I didn't pay, you know, $30 for the meal or whatever, but it, it was just, if you want it, like they, they've got it. Do they have someone who will get up in the middle of the movie and use the restroom for you? Um, I don't understand how that would work, but... Imagine um, if it did. Um, we it was in the nicer side of Birmingham, so I mean, probably they'd just be like, "May I take your bedpans?" Huh? <laughs> uh, yes, yes, James, uh, uh, bring it back. I I got the big gulp. Yeah, there. I I knew a guy who started an app that it was just a little bit after Rotten Tomatoes started, and his app. I don't think it exists anymore, but it was called RunP, R-U-N-P-E-E. It, it, it actually does. It's connected. Oh, RunP still exists? It, it is connected to, I be, it's either Fandango or AMC's oh, app itself. 
and uh, you can connect to it whenever you see the movie to tap, and it will tell you. Yes. Yeah, like, if anything, I would say it's larger than whenever you and I interviewed him, mm-hmm. like, at that point. And I just remember it was him, like, his mom, his brother, his girlfriend. They were all they were seeing all those movies, and it was such a brilliant idea. I'm glad that it exists because... Well, again, it's to the point. It's I don't remember if it's AMC or Fandango. It's one of the... Or maybe it's Adam. A-T-O-M, not I don't mm-hmm. have a movie app. That um, we that know yet. of. Well, you know what? Then uh, if he's still doing that, then we need to, you know... Get him back on this. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That that's, that's delightful. Well, anyway, in case if you didn't know what Run P was, it means you can leave and... The summary will be there on your phone with you, like as if you're gone for five minutes, and it'll tell you like three different times. It'll be like to leave 19, where you won't miss a lot. Nineteen minutes and twenty eight seconds in. Uh, th- this scene is ultimately su- superfluous. Yeah, um, they're just you, eating you have, sandwich. You have precisely three minutes to like it. It's kind of an interesting concept because you can't. I mean, you can't pause, and you don't want to miss. You know, key plot details mm-hmm. or or whatever. But it's it's kind of an interesting concept for an app. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, well, you remember talking to him. We had to he had to go and see everything yeah. as soon as it opened to get it posted. So, uh, yay for Run P. Anywho, um, the next movie that you saw, The Dead Don't Die, Bill Murray. Yep. Are we loving it? Um, I loved Bill Murray in I the see. movie. The film itself, um, I thought, was a little bit slowly paced. It's an interesting concept. And it's not one that necessarily um, is going to break the bank either, budget-wise. So what's the story? Um, You have um, a a situation that is causing, like, days to run longer than nights. Like, more or less, they've been—they're very kind of vague about the science of it, but they have been, like, uh, fracking and, I guess— trying to mine at the North and South Pole, and they have kind of created um, activity that has changed, uh, like, day and night. Like, the moon, like, is they're ca- it's causing, like, magnetic interference, basically. Is it upsetting the Morlocks? Um, I don't think they mentioned that, but, I mean. Probably. If there's a sequel, they could always do that. Mm-hmm. Um, again, the science is not, they don't go into it a lot, but anyways, stuff's going on, and it's messing with people. Um, eventually, this leads to the dead uh, walking. So it's not, it's a virus and it makes you want to eat brains type of zombie story. It's, but they are they are zombies. Yes. Yeah. But it is someone who has died of whatever it, it cause is now, and, and is now a zombie. And they, they also thirst for human flesh. And whenever they bite those humans. They make more zombies. Right. Okay. And so, Bill Murray is your your small town sheriff, like your your uh, your Andy Andy Taylor, mm-hmm. if you will, just like an older guy. Like he he's he's grown up with everybody in the town. Like the very first scene, which is one of the funniest, uh, one of the guys that he graduated with, who lives in the woods and like just eats you know berries and vermin and stuff like that. <laughs> Someone has I know, yeah, I guess it, it it's funny. He uh, I wonder how many people I graduated with live in the woods eating berries and vermin. Um. He is being accused of stealing um, one of the chickens. Um, Did it have a pretty mouth? The, uh, I, they, they don't go into that. I see. So, I mean, it could have. Um, but anyways, like he more or less like, you know, he's like, no, I didn't. Um, and he's got a gun and he's trained on him. And like he is shooting at them. Like he's not shoot. 
the 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 small town sheriff knew this guy, and he knows he's like he's a good enough shot. If he wanted to shoot us, he would have. He would have shot us. Right. Adam Driver, who plays Kylo Ren, yes. is his uh, deputy. He's he's to he's Bill, done nuts. Bill, yes, yes. Um, and uh, like he's got his Andy. gun trained on him, mm-hmm. and like Bill Murray is putting, he's like put put the gun down, and he's mm-hmm. like, all right, all right, well, we're leaving, okay, we're we're getting out of here, and he's like, are you? It it's illegal to fire. At a a a deputy of the and he's like I I know what the law is okay just listen I I know this guy he didn't he didn't steal the chickens okay I I promise you this is not whoever whoever actually did it this is not that guy. like it's that type uh-huh. of feel um to it and eventually like weird stuff starts happening um you you have like you know passerby's coming into the town and they're recognizing strange things you've got. Uh, Adam Driver's actually the one that eventually calls it, and he's like, uh, he's like, well, what, what do you, what do you think it is? And he's like, well, boss, um, it looks like it's the undead. Yeah. I mean, just picture, picture, if you will, an episode of the Andy Griffith Show with, with and Don Knotts is just, the, the, and Andy's like, well, Barn, what, what do you think's going on with uh, Goob and Floyd? And he'd be like, well, Andy. I'll tell you that the, the dead are walking. That that's what. Yeah, and the only way to kill them, you gotta, you got, you gotta shoot them in the head. You just got my one bullet right here. <laughs> I really, I want to see this episode now. <laughs> now that we started. So it is essentially a comedy. Um, for the most part, there it, it is not devoid of comedy. I just don't the 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 concept and the inclusion of Bill Murray. Um set this thing up for greatness. And as it was, um, a lot of times when Bill Murray was not on the screen, I wanted him to be back mm-hmm. on the script. But I mean, to, to be fair, that's how I feel about it. Even movies Bill Murray's not in. Yeah. I'm like, you know what this movie could use? Mm-hmm. Bill Murray. So if, you- if every film, like, okay, let's say that you have a movie and it's three hours long and Bill Murray's in it and he is in every second of that movie. Your movie does not have enough Bill Murray in it. Like yeah. you, he needs to be in the credits. He needs to do the prologue. Like he needs to be the one singing your score. That's how fantastic Bill Murray is. I love Bill Murray, and this movie. I I don't know if having him in it overshadowed like any of the other. And I mean, you've got some reasonably large. Uh, Danny Glover is uh, mm-hmm. is also in the movie. Was not getting too old for that. No, well, I mean, not for this movie. Yeah. He was he was too old for Lethal Weaponing, but like not yeah. not for this. So, any Twinkie jokes? Um, no, no. Ernie Hudson does not appear and uh, talk about. Uh, I meant the Bill Murray. Oh, oh okay. No, okay. <sighs> Sorry. I, it always comes back to Ghostbusters. For me. <laughs> it's, it's all that I hear. I was trying to have a conversation with a a twenty four ish year old, reasonably intelligent person who. Thought they had might have seen Ghostbusters the one time, perhaps. <sighs> I don't. I, I died just a little. I don't. I don't understand how everyone hasn't seen that movie. Thousands, I know. thousands of times. I know. And I, worse, we're told we're we're not supposed to judge, and yet we do. That's that's what it comes down to. I, that's how I roll. Yeah. Pretty much, if you, if you, if you don't find Ghostbusters uh, real funny, there there is there is something medically wrong with you, mm-hmm. 
and you should probably seek help immediately. Yes. Like, go to the hospital. Don't stop at any stop signs. Um, If somebody does pull you over, tell them that you don't like Ghostbusters. They'll probably transport you there. They'll Mm -hmm. just be like, oh, my, what is... What's wrong with you here? Get out of here, mate. Are you are you rabid? What's what is wrong? Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. understand. But it happens anyway. Um, movies the the movie I know that I plan to see on Tuesday because this is Sunday for us would be the Spider Man. Spider Man, the John, John Spider Man, the, <laughs> the, the fine company. fellow that owns yes. that bagel shop. In yes. town? yeah, John yes. Spider Man. John Spider Man, yeah. So that does come out Tuesday, right? Preview Tuesday? The, uh, is that seven? Yeah, it should. Yeah, it should. the yeah, second. I believe, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So other than that, what else is coming out against that for the 4th of July weekend? Uh, Marvel has kind of built itself um, a, a brand that you do not, uh, in the same way that like, l- let's say uh, episode nine. Mm-hmm. There are not a lot of movies out there that, are going to be a stupid enough or b a, a large enough draw and i mean even if that let, let's say that okay disney doesn't own marvel and star wars why would you want to put a a property that has that strong uh of an impact up against another movie that is probably going to take away like they're they're just they're behemoths mm-hmm. and you don't like you don't want to get in front of that bus because it is going to run you over um, I, I think in the same way, when people see, okay, well, A, it's Spider-Man. That has a lot of, like, name recognition, and it's a it's a Marvel Studios movie, which means that it, it, it also has that, that brand recognition to the point they're like, you know, the, the last time they released one of these, it made $350 million domestically opening, not, not in its run, in its opening weekend, we should probably get away from this thing if we want to be able to rub two cents together. Mm-hmm. So that's really the only big one opening this coming week. I mean, yeah. yeah. Like I said, if you're if you're intelligent in any way, why would you? You're going to make Disney angry. Mm-hmm. You're going to make Marvel angry. And Toy Story Four is still making money. And I don't think that those are necessarily like looking for the same audience. Correct. Like if if you would have put Spider Man like. Three weeks after Endgame, they're definitely the same audience. Mm-hmm. Toy Story, like while still impactful for like adults, is probably skewering to a, a a younger demographic, if you will. And in watching Toy Story four, I do believe I only heard one Don Rickles line because well, I was intentionally listening for him and Jim Varney. I did uh, research it a little bit further. He didn't record any dialogue for this, but over the past 25 years, they've gotten mm-hmm. tons of audio of him from the previous three Toy Story movies, plus his career uh, outside of the Toy Story movies. Uh, evidently, they compiled it from just like they got the permission of his family and said, right. hey, you know, he, he was a big part of these movies. We still want him to do this for obvious reason. He can't do it himself. Do we have your permission to do this? Like you, you guys have, you know, approval. We're not going to do mm-hmm. anything obscene with it, but we do want him to be a part of it. And, and I, they, they gave their blessing, said, go ahead. I'm sure they were compensated for it, but mm-hmm. he did not get to record. Right. Yeah. Anything yeah. for it. But I, if in, there could have been, you know, there are scenes when all the toys are talking at once. He could have been mixed in there. But I know I heard him say one thing alone. 
and that's all I recalled. So, yeah, it wasn't. It, it was not a a wealth like it and he Mrs. usually Costanza does. And Mrs. Costanza wasn't in it. The, well, I mean, how weird would it? How do you explain Mr. Potato Head being there if Mrs. Potato Head like isn't? I mean, do you get what I'm saying? Yes. Like, it you have to explain. Did she pass away too? I I don't remember. I mean, it may have just been. It's already a crowded. Yes. Set of like that poor woman. Her name is not Mrs. Costanza, but Adam knows who I'm talking I do. about. Oh, it's also not Mrs. Potato Head. Exactly. But <laughs> if you were if you were to give me a choice on which name I took, probably going to be Costanza yeah. over Mrs. Potato Head. <laughs> anyway, um, uh, Toy Story Four. Yes, it is a good film, and you should see it. But we reviewed Shaft, which you can certainly wait till it comes on the streaming service. I mean, honest to goodness, like TNT is probably yeah. going to run like a Shaft marathon probably. at some point. I think Labor Day weekend, maybe. I, I, I can see that. And then you have The Dead Don't Die. Which... Uh, do they ever in this? I mean, do we have closure? Do the dead die or do they just keep not dying? Um, th- I, I don't want to ruin the ending. I, it, it's a little It's a little strange. Um, I see. Uh, just to the point, like, like not, oh, that was out of left field, like, head-scratching. Hmm. Strange. Um, I, I was just like, wait, what? Uh, well, that... So this is over? That'd be... And, that, interesting. That'd be even strange in a Wes Anderson film. That's... Wow. That's okay. Unusual. And I mean, that that guy, he, he, he dances to the beat of a very different drum. Well, interesting. So... You can wait, I guess, on that one as well. It's not a run out and see it. Um, if you are a Murray completionist, like if you do need to ingest everything that Bill Murray does, and why wouldn't you? Yeah. Um, I, I would suggest it then. But as far as like just the merits of the film itself, I would say you can wait. Mm-hmm. Uh, to, you know, for a, a Red Box or you know HBO Go or or whatever. Neither of them I thought were exceptional movies. I'd argue that Shaft was probably the more entertaining. Of the two, um, but but I also love a good buddy cop movie. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I do you too. know. All right, wonderful. Thank you so much for listening to Parental Guidance Suggested. I'm Jane Ellen, and I'm Adam Cravens.